Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere, I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called recession marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for recession marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. What is going on, my friend? Welcome back to Recession Marketing. I have a question for you. Are you scrappy? Have people ever described you as scrappy? Have you ever had a metaphorical gun to your head and you had to move heaven and earth to get a dollar to pay your bill so they didn't repossess your car? I have. And I failed because they still repossess my car. But that's not the point of this video. The point is Scrappy BOG. BOG is an acronym for Boots on the Ground Marketing. Listen, if you're broke, I automatically have good news for you. That means you have time, right? And if you have lots of time, you know, then you can go do boots on the ground, scrappy style, guerrilla style marketing, which is awesome because you can go get money. You know, marketing uh, by pay other more expensive modalities is a luxury that comes with some success and having cash in the bank and not everybody does. So this will be a really simple video with a few ideas to get you out there because the thing is, is there's really no excuse for you to not have success. There's no valid excuse. There's plenty of excuses. There's not a real excuse. People say things like, well, Josh, you don't understand in my market, blah, blah, blah. Josh, you don't understand. The employees here are different. Oh, the millennials, they just want their tiny houses and their laptop lifestyle. No one will work. And they say a hundred things. It's just not valid because at the end of the day, but just by walking around, shaking hands, kissing babies, meeting people, being a charismatic, enthusiastic person who works it and, and, and talks to people, you can automatically make six figures for the rest of your life. I don't care if you're picking up dog poop or what you're doing. There's literally zero excuse in the United States of America. It's always a lack of effort and oomph and stamina when it comes to bog stuff. I understand that everybody has $5,000 to invest into the Warplane Insiders. I understand that everybody has $10,000 to put into direct mail. That's perfectly okay. I didn't have it. You know how I started out my company? By knocking on doors. Did I want to throw up? Yes. Did I throw up? No, but I almost did. But I wanted to and I hated it, but I did it anyway. So there's not a real excuse. You, you are allowed to say, eh, I'd rather just be broken, stuck, and miserable. Uh, I'm just unwilling to do these things. That's that's actually intellectually honest. I have a lot more respect for that than pretending like there's some mysterious force holding you down. Because there's not. And there's money literally everywhere. The problem is it's just in someone else's pocket and you got to get it out Le legally. You got to get it out legally. Okay. 
I want to start off by talking about Plata Oplomo, which I did talk about in some other videos. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember. It's all mushing together. It's a story about how uh, in Latin America, there's a lot of corruption. Lots of places in the world, there's corruption. We'll use Mexico as an example with the drug cartels. So there's these little towns in Mexico and the cartel leaders will go in and take over and they'll go to the sheriff. You know, and the sheriff's a good guy. He's a good guy. But they go to him and they give him a really simple deal. They say, plata o plomo, amigo. Plata o plomo. It means silver or lead. Here's the moral of the story. Imagine this. You're the sheriff. You want to do the right thing. But these, uh, these, these cartel people, who you can't fight back against because there's like too many of them. They have big guns and there's their endless supply of, you know, uh, meatheads to follow you around and hurt you. They say, look, we're going to give you money and you're going to do what we say. Or we're going to give you lead. Right, we're gonna give you silver, a bag of silver, a bag of money. You're gonna do what we say, or we're gonna shoot you and your family, and you're all dead. And then we'll just do what we want anyway. Which one do you pick? <laughs> That's called a forced choice close. A forced choice close. That's a very extreme example of a forced choice close. But the moral of the story is this: if you really did have a, a gun to your head, you're capable of so much. And this is why, in my my video where I taught about the hedonic treadmill, which I think was one of the special sessions. You know how we all have like this this bank account number and then we have a panic number. Then we get up to this other number and then we kind of take our foot off the gas and go to the panic number. And this is kind of just always happening. When we hit our panic number, we're capable of incredible things, incredible feats. The truth is that you're capable of it all the time, even right now. Did you know that? And I wanted to say that as an encouragement to you because this video is specifically for the smaller companies who need some creative ways that are low cost to go make it rain, sucker. So what are you capable of if there was a gun to your head? Could you go sell $10,000 this week worth of stuff or this month or whatever number is big to you but is a stretch, but you really could, you know you could? Then go do it. Go do it because it'll change your life. You'll build confidence. It will literally change your life, but you got to go do it even while you're scared. Okay. So first super simple scrappy bog is cars, cards on cars. You know, people hate this, uh, but it works. Uh, <laughs> you got to test it, but it's really cheap. You know, business cards are like a penny and you can put them uh, on really nice cars. You put them under the windshield. You can put a flyer, a postcard, whatever you want with an offer. Obviously, you're going to want to target the nice cars, not the broken down cars, uh, but it's a way to get phone calls. Now, will some of them be mad at you? Yep. But will some of them say, hey, that's great. Can I get a price for your stuff? Yes, they will. And you can do hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them per hour. Um, the worst case scenario is the mall security yells at you or the grocery store or wherever you're at. Who cares? Go do it anyway. Just do it. Be crazy. Go crazy with it. If you need money and you have the metaphorical gun to your head, this is one of the simplest possible ways to get a deal or two a day just by doing this. Okay, ready? Next thing is to use this really old piece of technology. Most people haven't heard of it. It's called, it's called a phone. It's a phone, not, not, not like a internet browsing device. I mean, like there's a feature in here. There's an app where you can actually push numbers in and call and it will ring and you can talk to people on it. Isn't that nuts? People don't like talking to the phone, but the phone is a moneymaker. It's a moneymaker. Uh, one of the biggest issues with small businesses, they don't call their customers enough. They get freaked out to call them on the phone. They don't want to talk to them. How are you going to make a bunch of money? And you don't talk to the people that give you the money. Come on. Hello. You know, McFly. So a telethon, how do you do this? I'll tell you how I did it. I would get a group of us together. We would pull an all-nighter, not all night, but we'd pull like a long day till eight or nine at night. And I would print off a list of name, 
phone number. That's it. The only thing on the list. Now I'm going in my past customer database. I'm going and pulling the names of people that asked for an estimate but never hired us. And what I'm doing is exporting all that into a CSV file. And there'd be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. There's thousands of, of contact records in there. And it's ever so often, I would come in and we'd do like a, a telethon rainmaker campaign. I would get a bell. I would order pizza. I'd get a whiteboard. And four, three or four or five of us would sit in there and smile and dial, baby. You smile and dial. And it's awkward and clunky. And then it becomes fun because someone will get a deal and they ring the bell and their name goes on the board. And it's gamified. And it, it, it just works, period. It just works. Now, if you sit down you call 15 people, you know, 12 of them are not going to answer and three of them, one of the three will be mean to you and then you'll quit and you'll give up. But that's because you're not thinking with the Plato Plomo mentalidad, I think is mentalidad mentality. I don't know. Plato Plomo mentality. That's what you want because everything that's stopping you from being successful is like a figment of your imagination. It's these big, scary monsters that aren't real. They have no teeth. They're, they're not scary. It's all a facade. So use the phone and call your people, bro. And by the way, the reason I only put the names and the numbers with nothing else is because here's what people do that screws it up. They sit on their CRM, they click into a record and they're like, oh God, who is this guy? I think, oh, he, oh, he had that really angry dog. Ooh, wait, no, I think he was rude to him. Yeah, let's, then you click back, you scroll down the list, you click the next one and you're like overthinking each thing. It's such a freaking waste of time. All you do is rip through the list. Some people are mean. You're like, so sorry. Apologies. You won't hear from us again. Take care. Boom. You just put a red highlighter. Boom. We're going to get rid of them. And the other ones are yellows or greens or however you do it. Uh, but you just do it and it's so much faster. You can do hundreds and hundreds. You can do a thousand calls a day with five people with these lists, a thousand of them. And you can make it rain like a hurricane. Okay. Another thing is analog marketing. Analog just means like anything that doesn't use technology at all. So you can walk around, but you can also do yard signs if you have some money for some of those. Or you can even go more old school and do tear-off sheets. Now, I'm not saying you're gonna make a million bucks with tear-off sheets, but you'll make money with tear-off sheets. You know the little flyers you print on your own computer and on the bottom it has your phone number like 10 times and then you cut little scissors so there's little tab tear off tabs at the bottom of the flyer and you have an offer you have what service you have you have an offer all this stuff and what you do is you just pass them out at bulletin boards grocery stores restaurants there's lots of places you can set them on the counter of convenience stores you can you can put them on bulletin boards you can tape them to the door in some cases at certain places you literally wander around with these penny a penny of paper and you hang them up and But when you hang them up, here's my little ninja trick. Rip off like three or four of the tabs before you hang it up. <gasps> Asymmetrical thinking, right? That way it looks like other people are already calling you. What? It actually works. It's just kind of slow and kind of weird, but it literally works. Okay. Next thing is gift cards on steroids. A lot of businesses now, they get these little plastic gift cards. They hand them out to their customers but they're really missing it. And I think you could like five to 10 X results you get from your gift cards by doing it. Like I'm going to describe, get the little cheap gift cards. Well, they're not super cheap. You know, if you buy five, you might have to spend 500 or thousand dollars on them, depending on how many you buy, but don't get a generic gift card. What you want to do is you want to personalize them to your employees. There's different ways to do this. You could do a small order where I had a picture of your employee on it right? You're going to pay more per card because you're doing a small run. And then you have another run with the other employee's picture on it and name on it. And another one with the other one's picture and name on it. Or you could order just a bunch of them and then just have a spot where you like 
you have like a little label printer thing where you take a little their, their name and you like tape it on the back. You could do it that way. Not as good, but still all good. And the idea is, is you want to give limited amounts of gift cards to your staff and you want each gift card to have like a code on it. And the code should be specific to that employee. Then you create a simple script for your employees where when they're leaving the job site, when they're all done, when the customer said, you exceeded my expectations, this was awesome, great job. They say, oh, can you do me a favor, Mrs. Jones? This is after the customer says, Billy, you're amazing. You crushed it today. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Then Billy says, oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. Could you do me a small favor? They pulls out the gift card. I only have a very limited handful of these and I'm really careful on who I give them out to because um, it really helps me a lot if you give this gift card to someone that will actually use it. Uh, it's real money. We don't give these out. Like I said, there's a limited amount of them. I myself, my name's on this one. Um, and it would just mean the world to me if you could give this to your weird uncle or your neighbor or somebody uh, that wants to save a few dollars and could use services from our company. When you do that, you're basically putting pressure on Mrs. Jones to not let Billy down. And she likes Billy. And she just admitted she liked Billy. And she's in this psychological prison. And now she's going to be wandering around with this thing in her purse, feeling guilty every time she hasn't handed it out. And she will hand it out. Okay. They, on average, they will hand it out. It's these little nuanced differences that totally changes it. You see, if you're giving their, them the receipt and you're saying, okay, bye. And you give them, you know, a brochure and it has a gift card in it. It's worthless. It's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything, right? Because you didn't frame it right. It's all about the framing. Okay. Epic. Another thing you can do if you're broke is you can sell stuff, but not do the stuff yet. You can sell stuff for the spring, but take payment right now. You can sell stuff for a, a service that you didn't even invent yet. I've sold uh, courses that didn't exist yet because I want to make sure that the offer was a, was a, for an information product that people would actually want. So rather than me building a whole thing and hoping, I actually sold it, then delivered on it. And if only a few people would have bought, I would have refunded them and not wasted my time building it. Can you see it? Now, you got to be careful with this, okay? This is a robbing Peter to pay Paul situation, but if you are in an emergency pinch of a situation, there is not many ways easier to raise cash than if you're in the dead of January, February, and there's no money, and you know you're going to do work for all these customers, these loyal customers that love you, is give them early bird discounts. You call them, you collect payment to reserve their spot now, and it juices your account. Now, yes, you have to go do the work later and you're not collecting the money because you already did, but it can be a lifesaver for people. And there's been many occasions, smaller companies I've worked with that that's been the case for them. Another idea is personalized videos, personalized, not talking about anything fancy. I'm just talking about using your phone and making a video and sending it to one person. Make a 15 second video and send it to one person and do that a hundred times. You know how, how, like, how can someone not reply to your video when you're like, Hey, Mary, um, I don't know if you remember me. It's Josh over at ABC Service uh, Supply. Super quick. I'm embarrassed, but I never left myself a note in our system. You can see I'm logged in right now on when you're supposed to be scheduled for your next service. I'm pretty sure it's right now. I could be wrong. Um, I see our last service was here, but I didn't take any notes on what you were kind of expecting. So sorry to bug you. Listen, if I don't hear from you, I'll talk, check in later. Let me know. Boop. Send the video to that person. What if you did that 100 times? Cost no money to do it. 90 plus percent of the people are going to reply to you, right? And you're going to make a whole bunch of money. Can you see it? Ashley's sitting off camera. Can you see it? Are they going to make a whole bunch of money or a little bit of money, Ash? Whole bunch, whole bunch of money. Okay. <laughs> and then another cool idea is if you have time, write a book. 
Become an author, write an ebook, write a checklist, write a pamphlet, write a little guide, write some sort of thing. Position yourself as an expert of your thing, right? So, you know, the five things homeowners need to understand about unscrupulous made services or something. And you like put it in, you put chapters, you write it, you get it produced into a physical thing and you hand it out to people when you give them the price. Now you are the preeminent total go-to trusted authority in your area because nobody's going to do that. But in like a week, if you worked hard for a week, you could have an actual freaking mini book or at least an ebook to give to people. Although the physical would be way better. There's services that print these things for like two, three bucks a piece. It's no big deal. You can do this. You don't need a permission slip. No one's coming to anoint you to say you're allowed to be successful. Now you're allowed to have authority. Just have it right now. You get to decide. I'll see you in the next video. I hope this was helpful.